You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, and this is episode 34. You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Hello, podcast people. I have got a treat for you today. Well, it's maybe a little bit more of a treat for me seeing as I haven't recorded a solo ep for a few weeks and I kind of feel like sometimes I'm missing out on a combo with my best mates when I don't record a solo episode. So today we're going to be mulling over something that's a little bit of a stray from my normal you know, marketing and social media and business type stuff that I talk about. And I just want to really kind of mull over some musings from moi about self-expectation. Now, I should probably mention at this point that I am not a trained psychologist, but I am a keen observer of human behavior. And also being 40, I kind of feel that, you know, now that I'm middle-aged, that I kind of know some shit uh, from experience, my own experiences in life and, you know, helping other people and friends and watching other people go through experiences. You know, and I've seen a lot of stuff go down in my years and, you know, I've got stuff to share. So, you know, here we go. So I really wanted to kind of explore the topic of self-expectation. And what I mean by that is the expectations that we place upon ourselves, particularly us women in business and um, a little step further, us mums in business as well. Uh, Because I feel that a lot of the expectations that are placed on us, and I know actually for a fact that a lot of the expectations that are placed on us are actually placed on us by ourselves not from other people. And all of this self-expectation is burning us out. If I speak to, you know, I speak to so many people every day and there's a common theme that keeps coming up a lot lately. And that is how people are feeling burnt out. They're feeling tired. 2020 has been an absolute shit fight. And it's just that, you know, we're just exhausted. And that's, that's kind of okay. It's okay to feel that way, right? So I want to kind of just talk about the concept of self-expectation and I guess, you know, my musings on that and, and you know, I, I, like I said, I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not going to give you a five-point process on how to deal with it, but I'm going to talk through some of the things that I've noticed, some of the things I've experienced and, you know, some of the ways that I kind of deal with it as well and the, the things that I talk to other people that I'm friends with about how they deal with it as well and some of the things that have come up for us lately on how to move past this, you know, vision of this perfect person that we keep holding ourselves in as high standard to. So, yeah, I really want to kind of delve into that because I think it's something that a lot of us business owners do. And a lot of the time we don't realize that we're doing it. We just keep going through the day, keep thinking that we have to be perfect at everything when we just can't be. So, um, yeah, I really, I'm excited to, to kind of delve into this and, and share a little bit more about me 
on the pod today. Uh, Before I get into this, um, there's a couple of things that I want to do first. Now, first of all, is that I have a couple of reviews to read out, which I normally do on solo episodes, but I haven't done it for a while. So guys, if you don't know, um, when I do a solo episode on the podcast, I will read out a review from one of the amazing listeners, which is AKA you guys. So if you leave a review for the pod, please make sure that you leave your Instagram handle on the review or you can screenshot it and DM it to me over on Instagram at, at the double underscore social double underscore hub. And I will read out that review and give you a shout out on one of my solo episodes. Now, the other thing I wanted to also just make mention of, you know, before, which kind of is a good segue, I think, into the topic of self-expectation is just, you know, have a moment to talk about what is happening right now in Australia, namely Victoria and New South Wales now with coronavirus because, I mean, are we really here again so soon? But so what should I start with? Like I'm feeling like should I start with, you know, should I start with the positive or should we go straight into what's happening? I think let's start with the positive. I think starting with some uplifting reviews is a great way to start the pod today. Um, So here is a couple of my most recent reviews. Now, the first one I want to read out is from the ladies, Melissa and Nairi over at Focus and Flourish. Now, you will find these ladies on Instagram at at focusandflourish underscore. They left a review that said, love this podcast. It's exactly what I needed to hear as we've just launched our first ever course. Woohoo. Congratulations, girls. Thanks for the honesty and tips. Love your work. Uh, the next one is from Jen Social. Now, she did not leave her Instagram handle. So, Jen Social, whoever you are, if you've left this review, please let me know and um, I'll give you a proper shout out on another en- episode with your Insta handle. It says, love all your tips and tricks on Instagram. Need an Insta expert in my life. So glad it's you, Stace. And the last one is from Rochelle from How to Live Slow. That's at How to Live Slow. And she says, Stace, your podcast is the best. You have such a great way of explaining how to do online business that makes it accessible. You bring the energy and the fun and I feel like I'm sitting one-on-one being coached by you while drinking wine. Ha ha, the best, thank you. Now, first of all, I love that you feel that you're being coached with me while drinking wine because that is quite literally something that I would do. And I think I actually have had wines with quite a few clients before while we've had coaching sessions. So, you know, it is something that I have done. Now, Rochelle and I just did a mastermind together. You have got to go and check her out on how to live slow. She's someone that I need in my life because I don't live slow. So definitely go and check Rochelle out. She's got a podcast and um, some amazing stuff happening in her business right now. All right. So there's the reviews. So now let's get on to the world. Like really what the heck is going on. So at the date of recording, it's July 21st, 2020. And currently in Australia, most of Victoria is in lockdown. Again, 2.0. And if you're living in the greater Melbourne area, you are mandated to wear face masks. Now I can't speak. Face masks as of tomorrow. And I think that it's timely that we make mention to this and talk about how this must feel for our Victorian friends. Because as a New South Wales resident, I am keenly watching the news again. And I'm so, (laughs) to be honest, fucking fearful of remote learning being a part of my life again too. If I have to do remote learning 2.0, 
I don't know what sort of mental state I'm going to be in because I don't really feel like I survived it very well the first time. And when I say survived, it was basically like, kids, here's your timetable, go and do your work. Um, because I'm not cut out to be a homeschool mother. That is just not what I signed up to do. I have zero interest in doing it. And, you know, they need to be in a classroom. They need to be with their friends. I, I can't, I, I, that, what they need has surpassed my ability in, in the school realm of teaching. Like I can teach them life skills, but you know, maths and algebra, not my thing. Um, you know, I actually used to do four unit maths in high school, so it should be my thing, but I just don't want to do it. So, um, I really am hoping, even though it doesn't look good for New South Wales right now, that we don't end up in the same place. Um, and the thought, you know, of my husband being at home more and me having to work while everyone's here and under my feet, I just, uh, honestly, I just can't deal. So I just want to say to everyone who is in um, Victoria, who's in Melbourne and the greater Melbourne area right now, I feel you, I see you, I'm here for you. Um, but please keep your germs down there. And for God's sake, people, wear a face mask. I mean, come on, it's not that hard. Stay indoors, do what you need to do so that we can get this freaking thing over and done with. Um, you know, it... it Look, it's hard. I get it. I get it. It's, you know, I think I think isolation and lockdown 1.0 was hard enough, but the thought of having to go back there again, and for some people in Australia have already gone back there in lockdown 2.0, it's, it's just like, you know, and I know that the sense and the feeling from a lot of people that I speak to that are down there, it's, it's such a different feeling this time is that, it's like, yeah, we did it the first time. We we grinned and bared it and we got through it, but now we've got to do it again. And it's just, yeah, it, it's such a different feeling, I think. And and we don't we don't want to be in that place. Like it was hard enough. Um, you know, like the kids went back to school today that, you know, we had school holidays just last the last two weeks and and you know, and, and I turned off in the school holidays this last time because quite frankly, I'm exhausted. Like during COVID 1.0, I didn't stop because, and this kind of leads as a really nice segue into the topic of, you know, self-expectation. The reason I didn't stop was because I have these self-imposed expectations about working and being a superwoman. So even though I was quieter in my business for a, a time frame there, like, you know, March, this month that we never want to pretend actually existed the longest month on the history of mankind. Um, you know, it was pretty quiet, like, you know, leads, inquiries, everything dried up, you know, because people were concerned about their livelihoods and that's understandable. Like I totally get that. But I, I still kept going even though there was that time frame, it was like, you know, kind of right up until I, I feel like kind of Anzac Day, like March and April was a bit, was definitely quieter for me. Um, and, and even when kids were still being homeschooled, it was quieter, even though life was more chaotic at home and I, I feel like I just didn't stop running that whole time. But a lot of that was self-imposed. Like I just kept going because I feel like I need to be a superwoman and that, you know, I'm an Australian, I've got that hard yakka mindset, I can't help it. Like I feel like, you know, to to be successful and to make money, you've got to fucking work hard. That's That's the mentality I grew up with. It's a mentality that I really am challenged to change and I have to work on changing and have to work on having a different mentality about my relationship with money and how I make money. 
But during COVID 1.0, I just regressed right back to that hard yakka mindset. I regressed right back to my corporate days where I'd work till 7 p.m. at night and it was just, you've got to keep doing this, you've got to keep working. And even though the kids were at home, my husband was home more. Um, and, you know, I didn't even become an alcoholic in COVID 1.0. Like I was still only consuming a, a, a very small amount of alcohol, which is unusual for me. So I feel like if we have to go down to, back to lockdown 2.0, that I will definitely turn into a full-time alcoholic this time and that I probably would regress right into being in my pyjamas all day, on the couch with mimosas watching Netflix because life's just kind of started to go back to normal for me. Like the kids are back at sport, the pub's open, I can see and touch people again. Um, yeah, I don't know, you know, business is, is, I'm busier than I've ever been. Like as soon as the kids went back to school, it was just like, bam, everyone wanted to get coaching and everything. And it's, you know, I'm not complaining. My business is thriving at the moment and it's, it's, I'm in a great place and, you know, I'm able now financially to spend money on things in my business that I, I haven't been able to do before. So, you know, it's, uh, there's a lot of great things going on in my life, but I'm just tired. Like 2020 has been a massive year. You know, in Australia, we've had fires, we've had floods, we've had COVID round one. You know, we've had, you know, a lot of um, emotional stress from human issues, like with all the Black Lives Matter movement and, you know, all the, all the stuff that came up for a lot of people around that discussion. Now in Australia, we've got lockdown 2.0 in one state, moving into another state. And it's just like, you know, I kind of feel like in August, are the locusts going to come out? Are we going to, I don't know, like have a Noatian worldwide flood? Are the four horsemen of the apocalypse coming? I'm not 100% sure what's actually going to happen in the rest of this, this year. I mean, Kanye West is, is, thinks, is applying to be president, applying, running for president, whatever you want to say. Like, I don't know. I just feel like the world has definitely gone a bit, little bit crazy. So, you know, I guess people, whether you think it was a pandemic or, or, you know, whether you believe that it was man-made or the government's trying to control us or not, just wear a mask, socially distance, do what you need to do so that we can move past this. And all of your friends who are living in isolation again, can leave their homes again. And those of us who have it looming over us don't have to. Um, so I guess that's kind of what I, I have to say about that. Now, this does lead really nicely into the topic of self-expectation, I think. Um, but before I go there, I just want to also mention, because this is a business podcast and I do like to, you know, do my business thing on the podcast, but this podcast episode is actually sponsored by my marketing membership, The Social Collective, which is just honestly, guys, a really cool place to be. If you're a big hearted brand that needs the skills, strategy, and know-how to master your social media, email, and content marketing for good, then this is the best learning system around for you to do so. It is a plug and play learning system. It's got a whole bunch of existing lessons. I launched the membership in December last year. So we've got, you know, over 26, I think must be about 30 lessons in there now. There's about five masterclasses in there 
and you know it's ongoing training coaching support there's all the tools and plug and play templates and cheat sheets and Trello boards and content calendars that you could possibly need and you know if you've listened to any of my last uh, or most recent episodes I actually made this membership my core offer so if you want to learn social media from moi you want me to be your mentor you want me to help you and support you and put funny little gifts into our Facebook group and share random musings and do live streams for you every week and you know put my spin on uh, business life digital marketing and the digital world then you can join this community for less than two dollars a day it's honestly the best value now honest I would say if I'm being totally honest I spend more every single time I walk into Kmart and every single time I walk into the bottle shop. So, you know, if you're looking for good value, this is 100% it. Now, you can get a snapshot of our lesson library on the collective Instagram page at, at the double underscore social double underscore collective, and you can head to the link in the bio to join the gang. Now, let's chat a little bit more about self-expectation. Now, what I mean as I've said before, is the expectations that we impose upon ourselves. Now, ladies, I am particularly looking at you here. Let's have a look at some of the things that we try to fit into our daily life every single day. Work or business, whichever it is, work or business, family, wifing, partnering, depending, you know, if you've got a partner, wifing, partnering, whatever you, whatever term you use for that, mothering if you've got children, cooking, cleaning, uh, we are, you know, disaster management, we're counsellors, we're sometimes school teachers um, or school facilitators. Uh, we can, you know, be seamstresses when we've got to, you know, you know mend our kids' clothes. Um, you know, and, and we, what about all the other things we have to do as parents these days too? We've got to watch all that, what our kids do online. We've got to, oh my God, there's just so much. And not even, not even then getting to the point of actually all the other shit we put on ourselves. Like we have to exercise and eat well and be perfect and get up early and do all this stuff so that we can be this perfect fucking version of ourselves. So we put all this shit on ourselves to do. And then when we cannot achieve the mammoth task of actually completing it all, we tell ourselves we are a failure or that we can't do it. And the fact is we can't. We can't do it all, guys. Well, we can't do it all and do it well. Something's got to give. Like you've got to ask for help. You've got to outsource something, you know, whether it's business stuff you outsource or getting a cleaner or, um, you know, getting that your kids to do some fucking chores around the house or whatever it is. We can't actually do it all. And look, and I get it. Like I am not sitting here saying that I am perfect at this. I do it too. Currently, if you were to look around my house, um, I spent the entire day yesterday cleaning the house because there's no way I could have worked today with a messy house. I just, it doesn't compute in my brain, like clean house, clean life, clean house, clean business, all those things. But currently kids have just gone back to school. So sitting on my bench, I've made um, homemade muesli this morning. Um, I've got a, a chicken broth going in the slow cooker. I'm going to make a homemade uh, spaghetti bolognese for dinner and a homemade chickpea stew as well for my lunches. Um, You know, I've got a Thermomix, so I'm brushing out the Thermi. I've got some, you know, uh, grains and things in the cupboard, but kids and I are going to make some snacks for their lunch boxes and stuff. Um, You know, we've stripped all the beds, like, you know, everything's just running tickety-boo, right? And you know, and, and I do it and I do this every time school goes back. For the first two weeks, I feel like I'm Martha Stewart or something. Like I feel like I 
you know, I need to be the perfect mother and give them this like organic lunchbox and, um, you know, make sure their socks are all perfect and, you know, uh, I don't know, like clean their hats and make sure their bags are all right. And I don't know. Anyway, so the first two weeks of school, I go into Martha Stewart mode um, and put all this other shit on myself that I have to be doing. You know, I make sure everything's clean properly and, you know, oh my God, it's just, it's too much. And, and I kind of do it because partly because, you know, I've had a break from the routine. So I'm feeling like a little bit re-energized to go back to the routine, but also partly in fact that their main food group for the last two weeks in school holidays has been Skittles. So there is a bit of guilt associated with that too. Let's just be perfectly honest. But then three weeks into school, I realize I can't do it all. And then I slide back into the reality that I'm just a normal mom that cannot do all the things. I cannot run my children around to dance, two different versions of netball training, spend all day at netball courts on Saturday while the girls play netball, run a business, grow a business, keep a household, be a wife, cook fresh meals, do all those things and somehow in there still have a freaking social life and see my friends and do something for myself, God forbid. I realise about three weeks into term that I can't do those things and then it's you know and then I go back to reality which is no I don't know what we're having to dinner for dinner tonight you can have toast if you want sure lunch order you can have a lunch order every fucking day of the week if you want because I, I can't do it all so you know it doesn't last long but the point is I do it and I put all these expectations on myself to do all this stuff that's just not not realistic and I bring all this up because with everything that's happened this year it it's okay to feel tired. It's okay to feel drained and it's okay to want to take time for yourself. And you need to do it or you're going to burn out. Like I said, I've spoken to so many people who are on the verge of burnout. It's, it's really, and you know, with, with things like lockdowns again in place and potentially coming in in other areas, I think that if you're already burnt out to have to go through another stressful time like that, and God knows what the rest of the year or next year has in store for us, it's, it doesn't very well for your mental health, right? But the expectations you're putting on yourself are completely unrealistic. And they're definitely brought on by watching the highlight reel of other people. We keenly sit back as humans and watch other people's highlight reels. We watch other people's Instagram feeds, Instagram stories, and other people's lives when we all know that everyone is only showing us the version of themselves that they want you to see. So let's just let that sink in for a minute, okay? What you see that people show you, whether it be real life, the version of themselves you see at Coles, in the shopping line, the Instagram stories, their Facebook feed, their LinkedIn profile, whatever it is, that is the version of them and their life that they want you to see. It's not reality. And the sooner we accept that, the easier you're going to be on yourself because you are holding yourself to a standard of somebody else and what someone else can achieve in their life or maybe even a version of yourself of things that you've achieved previously in your life, maybe when you were younger and fitter and had more energy and more time, but that's you can't do that now. You're, we're holding ourselves to this, real, this version of reality that's just not true. It's just not even true. And I know this because I do it too. I don't do fucking Instagram stories 
when I have PMS and it's so bad that I'm crying because the kids didn't fill up the water jug again. I don't do Instagram stories or do a Facebook live or any of those things and pretend to be happy when I'm screaming at the cat because the household washing is so out of control because, you know, the cat's really going to be able to fix that. But, you know, the, I work at home. It's the only person at home. It's not even a person, but it's the only animal at home I can scream at. So I do it too. I am normal. I have unrealistic expectations. I lose my shit. I cry at random things. I get angry at my kids. I, <laughs> I do all of these things as well. But you don't see that because that's not the best version of me to share on my business Instagram feed, right? So there's two, there's two things at play there, particularly as a business owner. It's not good business to show that you're a fucking crazy person on your Instagram. It's also human inclination that we don't want people to see that version of ourselves, And we don't show that version or that part of ourselves because we don't particularly like that part of us either. So we aren't sharing it with each other because we don't like that part of ourselves. Why would you put it on Instagram when you don't even like it about yourself in real life? You're not going to do that right? You're going to show the best version of yourself because we want people to like us. We want people to follow us. We want people to engage with us. And we also inherently know that it's better karma. It's better juju. It's better all those things to put the good shit out because you get the good shit back. So we suppress the bad shit down because we feel like it's a part of ourselves that's not acceptable. It's not good enough. It's not normal. And we go walking around trying to be this perfect version of someone that doesn't fucking exist. So, and then we share that version. I'm not saying I know the answer to this. I'm not a psychologist, but this is just stuff that I see. It's stuff I know that I do myself. It's stuff that I know that other people do because I've had conversations with you guys about it. So we share this best version. and And then because we're all doing it, we all set a benchmark on these best versions of everybody else and the best version even of yourself that you share. We're not setting expectations on the, ver- the re- reality and the real version of ourselves and other people because everyone else has shit going on in their life just like you and I do. So let's just use the last school holidays as an example. So I decided in this last school holidays, I was going to tune off. I, I was tired. I was burnt out. Like I said, I just kept working like a Trojan through COVID 1.0. And I didn't really have a downturn because I self-imposed these expectations on myself. I'm, I'm 100% in ownership of that. So this last school holidays, I thought I need some time off. We'd booked a couple of holidays to go away because, well, they were cheap. And also too, because I was like, not sure when we're going to get a chance to go away again because what if we all end up back in lockdown? So I decided I was going to take a bit of time off, which I, I honestly, I usually just keep trying to work. Like I said, you know, really bad relationship with my work ethic, but that's okay. But I decided to take some time off. I gave my VAs the task to man my inbox and my groups and I literally went, fuck it. We went away. I went, we had fun. I spent time with the kids. I watched Netflix in the middle of the day. I caught up with some friends. It was honestly, it was glorious. And, you know, we, we made some really good memories. Like, you know, we went camping. We, um, you know, the place that we went and stayed in in Yamba was on this nature reserve where there's kangaroos. We saw kangaroos fighting. 
Um, I bought the whole family skateboards and decided that my 40-year-old body would be able to learn a new skill at this age of my life and consequently fell off the skateboard and twisted my knee and haven't been able to work properly for two weeks, but that's a whole other story. Um, you know, but we made some great memories and it, it made me realise that I shouldn't be working as much in the school holidays. Like this time with the kids is precious. Ella goes to high school next year. My time with her wanting to hang out with me as much as she does is extremely limited. So I, I, I'm, I'm wasting the time when I have the perfect opportunity to have time off in school holidays because I make my own diet, like manage my own diary and make my own rules. And I'm still not allowing myself the space to fucking do it. It's just, anyway. So um, I, I, I tuned off and you know what? Shit still got done. I still met all the expectations of my current clients that I still had stuff to do. I still had a few client appointments. The group programs I've got going, I've met all those expectations. We had live Q&As. I've been in the group. We've been engaging. Shit's, got, shit's happened. They've, they've got what they've paid for. I still rep- recorded podcasts. A lot of shit happened. A lot of shit happened, but a lot of shit didn't happen. But the bare necessities did. So it really got me thinking. If if the necessities of business can happen when I have a couple of weeks mostly off, how much stuff doesn't need to happen every other day? Like it really made me take stock of how much I really need to do and how much I impose on myself. So I'm wondering if maybe this is potentially something that's happening for you guys too. So how much do you really need to do each day and how much is a self-imposition because you're holding yourself to that high esteem of a person that doesn't exist. And do you need to do it or could you outsource it? Do you need to clean your house or could you get someone else in that wants to do it? Like there's people out there that want to clean and earn money for it. And if you've got the money to pay them, why would you not? That's a good t- transaction to make. That makes sense to me. You know, <laughs> like I've just, you know, been able to get a few extra things done in my business that I haven't had the time to invest in because I just haven't had time because I've been running myself ragged. But, you know, now I'm going to, I'm getting all this new branding done. I'm getting some SEO done. Like it's going to be awesome. And I'm so excited that I've taken the time to allow myself to do that because really how much of what I'm doing do I actually need to do every day? So I started to write a list out of the things that I really need to do every day and then the things that I actually do every day. And let me tell you, the list of things I really needed to do was not really as long as the other list. So you know what? If I don't do an Instagram story or you don't do an Instagram story, you don't post in on advertising day in a group or you, know, you don't interact in Facebook group number 45 on Tuesday and you don't um, send an EDM or you don't, uh, I don't know, call someone back. <laughs> on the same day that they call you. Life's still going to go on. The people are still going to be there. You know, I've got calls that I didn't call back because I was on holidays. I'm about to send them an email today and say, hey, sorry, I didn't get back to you. I was on leave. You know, but for me, the family time and the me time was priceless. It made me really think about a lot of things. It gave me space to get all the shit out of my head and think about what's really, really important. So, I guess if you're feeling like all the expectations that you've got on yourself are overwhelming you, then here is my advice for you. Take a bit of a break and take stock of what you really need to be doing. Write a list. What are the things that actually need to happen and what are the things that you're 
trying to make happen every day. And then really sit back and take stock of the version of yourself that you're trying to hold yourself to. Is it a realistic version? Is it a realistic version? Because it's probably not. And let me tell you, your children, your husband, your partner, your um, friends, the people that really, really love you, they're going to love you regardless. They already know your imperfections. They already know them because they're so close to you. So they're going to love you anyway. You need to learn to love yourself and hold yourself to the right high standard, to to the right standard, not the right high standard, the right standard, because otherwise you're just going to run yourself into the ground. Now, before I finish up, I just want to finish off on this one thing because it's something else that's been coming up a lot lately. And this time that I've taken to really take stock of this, and it's not just me sitting here reflecting with myself. I've actually had a lot of conversations with other people about this lately too. So this is this this episode is a conglomeration of conversations I've had with a lot of people. It's also made me take stock of how much I was doing just to be nice, how much advice, feedback, support, how many, can I just pick your brains for a minute? Like, honestly, if I got paid a dollar every time someone said, can I just pick your brains for a minute and wanted paid feedback that I should be charging them for, I wouldn't really need to keep working. (laughs) Like it happens that often. And I, I feel like it's really made me take stock of all this stuff that I was doing just to be nice. And look, let's be honest, as women, it's inbuilt in our DNA, it's in our biology. We are the givers, we're the nurturers, we want to help people. It's biologically inbuilt in us to want to do that. We grow children, for God's sake. That's what we do. We nurture people, we help people. We teach little humans how to feed themselves, dress themselves, walk, and then go and function in society. So, of course, we're going to want to help other people. I'm not saying you shouldn't want to do that. Don't suppress that part of you. That's a beautiful part of you. But if you're feeling like you've got too much on your plate, I would encourage you to take stock of how much you're doing for other people that you either don't need to do or that you should be charging for. Because it's not your job to run other people's lives and it's not your job to give free shit away either. Now, This happens a lot and I particularly see it a lot in service-based businesses and coaches. I know I'm pointing my finger at you guys because I know I do it too, is it's really easy to want to give so much of yourself. We're almost, and we're almost conditioned and told in business. And I say it too, lead with value, give your best stuff away for free. Well, you know what? You don't, that comes at a price because I see a lot of people out there giving away free shit. And I do it myself and I'm pointing at myself here. So don't think that I I feel that I'm immune to this. I am not, okay? I do it too and I have to take stock of it myself. Giving away free stuff when you should be charging for it. So when it comes to business, you don't need to do that because time costs money. And if people want your experience, expertise and your time, then that comes at a price. And you need to be prepared to accept that price. Now, if you continue to give it away for free, you're going to continue to earn less money, be more burnt out and start to resent people. Is that the price that you want to come from giving too much of yourself to other people in business? Or if you, on the flip side, start, you know, taking your own power and saying, I deserve to be... I deserve to be paid for this. I deserve to charge for this. This this space, this free Facebook group 
Facebook group number 75 is not the place where I need to give my best stuff away for free. And you start to, to you know, hold yourself to the, the standard of yourself that is realistic, which is, you know, and part of that is that you deserve to make money <laughs> for what you know and do, then maybe you might start to pull back from some of that too. And I know that this has happened for a lot of other people, not just me lately. And there's a lot of power in saying, yes, I would love to help you with that. Here is how we can work together. Now, let me just say that again. I know I speak quickly a lot, but there are moments when I think it's important that we, I, I slow down so that you can hear what I'm saying and really take it all in. And this is an important one. There is a lot of power in saying, yes, I would love to help you with that. Here is how we can work together. And you know what? Since I started doing that more, and I've been doing this consistently now for about two months, you know what started happening when I started to do that? More people paid me. And more people paid me at a higher rate than what others have paid me many times in the past. Funny that. Funny that. So, again, if you're feeling burnt out, you feel like there's too many expectations and you're putting too many expectations on yourself, really have a think about what you're giving to and if you're what you're giving to people and if you're overgiving and if you're overgiving when you should be being paid for it. Take stock of whether or not you should be saying, yes, I would love to help you. Here is how you can work with me. Because I can guarantee you, if you don't charge people, they will take it for free. But if you charge people and say that you charge them for it, more often than not, they'll more than happily pay you to. So self-expectation is, is a lot of the expectations we place on ourselves is that we're holding ourselves to this version of ourselves that isn't real. But it's also because we've lost the ability to set boundaries for ourselves. And I don't know why that is. Do we feel that we're not worthy of boundaries? I don't, I don't know. I don't really know the answer to that. But boundaries are really important. So making sure that you're getting paid or, or compensated for the time that you spend with people, particularly in business, and, you know, it's okay not to answer a DM at 10 o'clock at night. It's okay to set your own diary. You don't have to see clients from 9 to 5 Monday to Friday. If you only want to see them two days a week for three hours, that's fine. You know, you don't have to email people back at 6 a.m. in the morning. You do business your way, boo. You know, um, it's okay to say to someone, yes, I can definitely help you with that. Could you email me here because my virtual assistant helps me with this? And that's some of the things that I've started to do as well is set some more stricter boundaries on communications, how people can contact me so that I actually can have some headspace. And it's not because I don't want to help people and I don't want to be there for people. It's actually so they get the best version of me. Because if I'm constantly being bombarded, if I'm constantly working on my business and for other people, I'm not working on myself. I'm not spending time with the people that really matter to me, which is my family and my friends. I'm not investing in myself. I'm not investing in my business, which means that consequently then those people are not getting the best version of me. And it, particularly for people who are paying me, they deserve the best version of me too. So it, it's not a selfish thing. It's not a nasty thing. It's not because you're a bitch that you say those things. It's to protect you. It's to protect those that you love. And it's to protect the people who pay you and deserve to get the best version of you too. So Anyway, I don't even know how long I've been rambling on for. Um, 
I hope that this has resonated with some of you. I know that it will because of the conversations I've had lately and DMs and phone calls and, you know, every time I go to record a podcast, me and the guest or whoever I'm talking to end up pretty much having the same conversation. So I know that this is something that has has been important for you and it is a bit of a break from um, marketing and social media, but it is also important and I above all else, I want to be real with you guys and, um, you know, podcasting it's a great outlet for me I, th- I think you know if I go into lockdown 2.0 if I have to and I may not have to because I live in the northern rivers like unless we have a massive outbreak here it may not happen here but if we do I feel like more podcasts like this are on the cards because I am definitely going to work less next time I'm going to take more time for myself and keep doing the things that I love and this is one of them I love podcasting it's awesome so anyway have an amazing week guys we'll be back next week I've got another great guest S expert lined up for you on the podcast next week I think I'm pretty sure it is um I haven't got my podcast workflow right in front of me you could uh, I should I should check these things before I start sprouting them off but anyway have an amazing week guys and as always stay classy thanks for listening to the social hub podcast you can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, thesocialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy.